The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of puck talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks go. My name is Kyle Bowen and I approve of this message. And my message right now is from the future. Yes, I went there, I came back, and I truly do believe that the Edmonton Oilers and your Vancouver Canucks are going to create the biggest rivalry in the game for a little bit. Okay, the recipe is there and we kind of need it to happen if you really think about it. Uh, do we need Garland to get traded to the Predators? Uh, that's something that we'll talk about too. And Miller, JT Miller, your second line center, is he better defensively than we give him credit for? Maybe. I don't got the fancy stats. I just got the, the conversation. And that's one we'll get into in what? Three, two, one. You're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. It's K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. But more importantly, this is the show that we give. We give you the people, your Canucks, every day. Not your team. Not your team, your Canucks. Uh, home of your West Coast bias. Uh, speaking of which, uh, look after your neighbors this weekend. And then maybe for the rest of your life. But start this weekend uh, sending a lot of peace and love and good health to our people and the rest of the world. Hey, speaking of health, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Well, what is that? Uh, they're, the, they're the future. They're helping the future be a thing. And they're home of the Jace case. What is that? Uh, you get five antibiotics uh, when you order the Jace case. Uh, the five antibiotics do what? They fight over what? 50 plus infections. Uh, get yours at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Shout out to you. Doing the most. Health is wealth. Speaking of health, Trevor Beggs. <laughs> Not here with us. And is it because of injury? Maybe. Uh, this guy almost chopped two of his fingers off a couple days ago. And this guy's still been making YouTube shorts, and still banging out episodes when he can. When, again, he almost lost two fingers. That's emotional. There was a chance he would not be able to hold his, his children anymore, right? It was, it was an emotional time. And I wish he was with us today. He would have toughed it out like he always does. But his Wi-Fi, once again, is from 1867. Now, look, I don't think Trevor is at a lake house in Ottawa. I think he... And I've always thought this about Trevor, right? If you ever meet him in person, I'm telling you, this guy has a different energy about him. It, it seems to be that he's from the future, but the more and more I think about it, I feel as if he has the keys to a time machine and he's from any generation he chooses to be from. And right now, he's moving back to 1867 because uh, the Wi-Fi, it's not, it's not really there. It's complete ass. It really is. Uh, yet his passion, man, his passion is still, is still there. And he, he tried hard today. He tried for, what, 40 minutes to give you an episode with me, but it failed. In reality, this happened too, right? Hotspot. Trevor Beggs making the big bucks. 60 gigs of data. That's what he's got. He tried to hotspot to StreamYard so we could give you the episode. But, yo, his wife needed the phone. And I'm assuming, because Trevor always talks about her meatloaf, right? I'm assuming that. She's, you know, watching a tutorial on how to make a better meatloaf. I didn't say it. Trevor might have. 
I guess what I'm trying to say is, no, Begsy, no problem. Uh, let's talk about your Vancouver Canucks. And you know what? Begsy wrote the script, right? This is all scripted for the episode. And he, he wants me to start off with Connor Garland to the Preds. But I'm not going to do that, yo. I'm going to do that. It's Friday, man. It's Friday. Do we got the music? Not that one. Do we got the other one? The other one, the happy times. The happy times. Can you put it in here? There you go. There you go. Come on, man. We are all Canucks. Uh, we just won 8-1. I'm not going to start this episode off by trading one of our guys. But it makes a little bit of sense. We'll, we'll talk about that in 10 minutes. Let's talk about the game itself tomorrow. Another chance to do the impossible. Because, <laughs> let's be real. Let's be honest. What happened a couple days ago I was never dreamt about. That you'd have to be from the future to predict that. The impossible was done. It's Saturday in Edmonton. Uh, the chance to do that again is there. McDavid, Drysaddle, the Oilers, Stanley Cup favorites. At home again to seek revenge. Because what happened to them wasn't right. It wasn't, it wasn't fair to the fans. And you, <laughs> you damn right. You damn right when you think. When you think the worst things could happen if they do the same in front of their people in their arena. Again. Now, is there a chance for that? Is there a chance for the Canucks to obliterate the Oilers again? Yeah, a good one. And now let me get to it. Again, positivity, right? Positivity. Home of the West Coast bias. We got Thatcher Demko. He's different. And under Tockett, he's been on. And in game one, with puke dripping down his mask, he made almost all the saves. And he made it look easy when it was kind of difficult at times. And we're talking about the Edmonton Oilers, right? They do their thing. But Demko was calm, cool, collected. And I feel as if he allowed the Canucks to find momentum early on in that game. Because, again, that, that stability that he showed, it just oozes confidence. And when he's on, uh, the, the players on the bench, they believe a little bit more. He's not like any other goalie. And he did it with his version of the flu game. Demko is on tomorrow if he plays. Is, is he good? Is he healthy? <laughs> is he taking that Jace medical? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But if he is, sick or not, the Canucks have a big advantage. And Demko, sick or not, has a lot to prove. He, he's a good goalie. He knows that. People know that. I think he wants to be a great goalie. I think he wants to be known as one. Uh, there are some charts out there. I'm not going to name who, but had Demko, what, not even in the top 15 of goaltenders in hockey. And I somewhat get it because a lot of people on the East Coast sleep early when half the league is playing. But also because, you know, last year, in the beginning of the year, when a lot of people were watching, Demko was really bad. Again, Demko wants to be great. He wants to be known as that guy. And individually, you can see it. Even when he picks up losses, because he plays for the Vancouver Canucks, it's hard to win here. You could gain, a, a, you know, some ground and gain more respect, even if you don't have the wins to back it up. But, hey, again, we're talking about greatness, the road to that. 
And you only get that with winning games. He knows that. He knows that more than anyone. Uh, we've been hammering the notion, right? The belief. Again, good times only. Good times only. Trevor Beggs ain't here. Hughes, Patterson, top of their game, top of their class, amongst the best in their position. We know that. I feel as if they've proved it to us, minus the wins, but they're so good. Uh, we already see them there. Uh, with some wins, I think the league is going to recognize that. And then there was Demko, right? We'd always mention Demko, like, yo, he could be at the top of his class. But when we say that, there's a little bit of a, uh, really? I'm not saying there's a lot of great goaltenders out there, but the great ones, the really great ones, they're really good. <laughs> they're, they're really doing the most for their teams. If Demko wants to get there, he has to do the most, the most, most for the Canucks. And let's say he does. Let's say he does. Run it back one more time. That feels good, baby. That seems good. That seems a lot easier. Easier for the Canucks to get into games, find some confidence, and tap into that top-end skill. Tap into that that power play. Speaking of which, you know what's frustrating? When you're facing a goalie who's on-on. Who's doing everything. So frustrating. You, you might be so mad at the game itself that you, you're not thinking straight. You're taking some penalties. And now that team that's confident because they got that goaltender is going to hop on the power play. And that team that's confident is confident with top-end, top-end talent. Quinn Hughes, Elias Patterson, right? Boom, bam. JT Miller, great on the power play. Does his thing. He's unorthodox. From that position, he provides a lot. Kuzmenko, Besser. Besser, four goals the other day. Uh, that power play could be right behind the Oilers' power play this year. It could happen. Boring hockey, a lot of saves from Demko, and a deadly power play. That is how tomorrow goes our way, and that is how this season is a lot more fun than other seasons. That is when this season provides hope and escapism. Real hope and escapism. You know, that's, that's, that feels good. Life is tough, yo. It'd be nice when, uh, when we live in a time, hopefully soon, where 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time matters in your heart, your soul. You can just leave life and alleviate more stress, right? That, that's a beautiful feeling. Uh, can the Canucks provide that? I think so. I hope so, right? Put the music on. Put the music on. Uh, can this season be that season as well? <laughs> and it's coming up, people. Save your money. The holidays, right? Christmas. Christmas, can, can Canuck jerseys be cool again, for real? Can kids want it and want it badly on Christmas, the purchase of a Canucks jersey? Can the Canucks be cool again? I worked at Jersey City, what, four years ago, five years ago, and that was, again, a long time ago. Dude, kids, kids and families weren't coming in to buy Canucks jerseys during the holidays. Just saying. The cause and effect, think about it. Again, I'm from the future. If the Canucks don't win... Well, we're going to lose a generation of fans. That's just the truth. That's a scary thing. Okay, you know what? That was the Begsy in me creeping out. Man, oh man. Begsy, yo. <laughs> You've had a tough week. I hope you're getting the best meatloaf of your, of your life, okay? For real. Now, let's get to the other side of this episode of Locked on Canucks. We'll talk more about Miller and uh, his matchup against McDavid. 
and how that's interesting to me, really, really interesting to me, because does he deserve more credit? It's, it's, it's one game, but it's Friday too, man. It's Friday too, baby. This is how I'm feeling. I'm about to play some music for the people at the Mountain in a couple of hours too. Austin at the Mountain gives me the phone call. I'm going to pull up. That's Comedy Club in Vancouver. I'm going to do my thing. And the Canucks just won 8 one and they play a game that matters tomorrow. Dude, we're living life. We're only talking about good things, okay? And they continue on this episode of Locked on Canucks. No matter what team you're on, make sure you go and get a Jace case, okay, from Jace Medical. You know, everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency to use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical, it's simple, baby, okay? They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Make sure you have a Jace case. Get $20 off life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. People, people, before we get back to the show, baby, I got to tell you that new episodes of Locked On Canucks will be available wherever you stream podcasts and on YouTube at 4.20 p.m. for no reason at all, okay? New episodes every day at 4.20 p.m. Again, wherever you stream podcasts and on YouTube, let's get back to the show. Okay, okay, you're back on another episode of Locked on Canucks. Your Canucks every day are provided right here, home of the West Coast. Bias, subscribe, hit the like button. If you did enjoy the show, if you didn't, don't do it. Don't lie to yourself. Okay, love us or hate us, we are all Canucks. And again, don't lie to yourself. Uh, Very detrimental to do so. It's so dangerous. So dangerous. Don't lie to yourself. Oh, one of the leading causes of stress. And you know what? I may lie here to myself looking back at this in a couple of weeks. But but again, optimism, not only in the air, but within me, right? Bleeding blue and green and hoping for the best. And the best of JT Miller is supposedly, after game one, a player that I never imagined. And that's being a usable, good two-way center while providing a lot of points because for a long time, that was just it for me. Uh, We want to get the best out of that guy whose contract just kicked in, JT Miller. Let's get back to getting getting what, 90-plus points. 90-plus points. Be somewhat of an outlier for a second-line center across the league. Be that guy. Be dynamic and put up points. A lot of it. A lot of it going on with JT Miller offensively. But now after game one, after hearing Tockett, and after seeing what Tockett did against McDavid and the Oilers, and that's using... Miller, which is a lot ironic. Because think about this. Haven't we been talking about the fact that Pedersen Pedersen is that selkie selkie winner, that type of guy? Shouldn't he be the guy going up against Connor McDavid? You want to talk about starting a rivalry? Uh, Put two of the top five players up against each other at the dot multiple times a year. That's a good way to start it. Anywho, I thought he was going to be the guy. 
and rightfully so, not even because of our expectations collectively, but because of mine. Look, I want Patterson to be that guy. I'm also holding him a little accountable this year, right? You're banking on yourself. Okay, do it. Do it. You're banking on yourself before you've proven that you can help this team team win games, ultimately, right? I know it's not all on him, but numbers don't lie, right? You're banking on yourself. You're doing your thing. I believe in you, but go do it. And if you really are banking on yourself and want to be that guy and want to provide wins so you're known more across the league, match up against McDavid. Match up against McDavid. Do it. But there we saw JT Miller doing it alongside PDG and Brock Besser and Heronic and Hughes, and it worked. I'm not sure how much of the pie goes to JT Miller because, again, that five-man unit did it collectively, but it's noticeable and heartwarming to an extent because this is a guy who seems to bleed a lot of blue and green and also a guy who's taken the most heat for his two-way game. And rightfully so. Uh, We talk about this so much, right? Have the games matter. Have the games matter. Don't you think JT Miller's a guy that's on his game when the games matter? And as soon as November hits around for this team over the last couple of years, uh, they're out of it. They're out of it. Not everyone can bring it when games don't matter. I think JT Miller has a tougher time staying consistent And in the moment when, again, you're playing for what? You're playing for what in November? To do your job, sure, but how about the dream? It's already over. It's crushed. I feel as if that type of guy is, again, a guy who can't really bring it consistently when none of the the 60 minutes ahead of you matters. So let's have, again, October, November, do just that, and that's matter. Let's have December matter, and then have the rest of the season matter, And we're, I mean, for all that to happen, let's be real. JT Miller has to happen. He's a big, he's a big part of the equation when it comes comes to dubs. Dubs. And yeah, his two-way ability has to enhance for that to happen. And having two games against McDavid and Dreisaitl and him proving it early on, I know, you know, we're talking a bit about the future, but I'm going to conclude uh, my theory around the game and say that it's going to happen again. McDavid and Dreisaitl are going to get shut down. Over, under, one and a half on goals. I'm taking the under between those guys. I'm doing it again. And those those players, Hughes, Heronic, Miller, DiGiuseppe. People, people, I got lost. And before we get back to the normal part of the episode, I, I got to bring this up. But don't you just think that there's a chance that Pedersen and McDavid, uh, based on where they rank amongst the best in the NHL, don't you just think that could be something? Uh, Look at the way they play, too. Different, but intense. Very intense. I see a future where those two are face-to-face for a long time. And also, think about how many stars play on both these teams that, again, are amongst the elite. Uh, There could be be something there about these two being real, real rivals up here in the NHL. Anyways, well, let's get back to regular programming. Again, you're listening to Locked On Canucks. Where am I going uh, with this take? I'm lost. It happens, and I'm honest, okay? What time is it right now? 420? Things happen. 
I got lost there, but I think I'm going to conclude with this. Okay, the Canucks and their fans and Tocket and company have to be a lot more comfortable with their ability to keep Dreisaitl and McDavid at under one and a half goals again tomorrow because of the second line and its confidence and some of the swagger they might have compiled based on their performance in game one. And I know that they don't get the matchup. They're the away team, but you also have Pedersen to play there as well. So there is a chance that, again, it's harder for McDavid to do his thing. Then you got Demko as well on his game. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm making the prediction right now. The Oilers are not going to score more than two goals tomorrow, and the Canucks are going to win 5-2. 5-2, baby. 5-2, baby. It's Friday, baby. Go get mad. Go get mad, and you, you know. You know the deal. It's going to be 5-2. There's going to be a lot of brouhaha's, right? Shout out to Don Taylor. A lot of those. I feel it. I feel it. The Oilers, an angry team, about to be even more mad tomorrow, coming off the the, the defeat to the, the Vegas Golden Knights and now getting swept in a home-and-home home to the Vancouver Canucks. Really, the Vancouver Canucks? What is this, 2010? You know they're going to be angry, and I do feel as if they're going to be a little cheap about it, a little dirty. You got to be, okay? Games matter. For them, they know, they, know, they know what it takes, sort of. But that's how you got to play. You got to make teams feel something, game in and game out. And I hope the Canucks are able to match that with a lot of pushback. Because it would be nice for a team that's so star-driven to make it clear to the league that they're not just going to take that. And I feel as if we kind of saw that in game one, that we kind of took it. You know, that we were going to beat them on the scoreboard, which is cool, but it's not everything. And great teams are teams that... Again, make it clear that you're not going to get away with that and ultimately stand up for their guys, no matter what. A combination of two wins and a bit of that, a bit of that brotherhood on the ice, not in the dressing room, on the ice, that just oozes, again, confidence, swagger, and that's ahead of a a difficult five-game stretch. Just the truth. Anyways, let's get to segment three, okay? I can't believe we got here. And I got to go. I got things to do. I got to set up again for the Martin playing a show. At the, no, I'm not playing a show. I'm playing a, I'm the pregame. I'm the comedy show DJ. What? Come on, bro. I got to call my mom about this. This is incredible. This is incredible, yo. The comedy show DJ at the Martin today uh, before 7 o'clock. I got places to go, and there won't be a comic corner because of that because, yo, that, that takes a while to produce. On that note, though, you know I'm going to do it. You know I'm going to do it. This weekend, I'm going to give you an exclusive episode. Yes, an exclusive episode of just that, and that's Comic Corner. And uh, I think, I think I'm going to try getting Trevor to to be a part of that as well. Well, we owe you for the week that was over here at Locked On Canucks. Uh, let's get to commercial, and then uh, give Connor Garland the floor here on Locked On Canucks. I gotta tell you, the NHL season—it's here, baby, and you know what? Because your Vancouver Canucks have already been kicking some ass. You know, I absolutely love the NHL. I watch more than just the Vancouver Canucks. And that's why, hey, I got to tell you about the Sleeper app, okay? The Sleeper app is the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. And it's my go-to for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 
100 times your cash on Daily Fantasy. That's the deal, baby. I wish I put down a few bucks on Brock Besser to score last night. I would have predicted four goals again. The first Canuck to score four goals in nearly 20 years. But bets like what, who, which players are going to score goals, you can do that with the Sleeper app, okay? Just pick more or less for stats on stars like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. And you heard me before, Canucks fans, 100 times payouts on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right, and you could win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. How's it going? You're back on the conclusion of this episode of Locked on Canucks. I'm loving the music, yo. I never play music when I'm making love. How about Dry Settle too? You know, D- didn't he say something about the Canucks today, talking about how you need to, you need to get smacked a little in this thing called your life? How about smacked a lot? How about smacked a lot? Tomorrow, Saturday night, you're getting smacked again by who? The Vancouver Canucks. Your Vancouver Canucks. I believe it. Connor Garland. I believe he's going to have a way better season this season. He has a lot to play for. And uh, we're talking about confidence. We're talking about a bit of sureness. I think he's going to get a long leash with Patterson and Kuzmenko. And I know he only played, what, nine minutes in the last game, a blowout with a lot of power plays, right? But I think his ability to stick on that line is going to A, develop his play driving, which he does have. I think he's going to sprinkle in another way and showcase another way for him to be a complementary piece that, again, also drives play on that top line. He's going to do a lot for two of the best offensive players on this team, one that happens to be Patterson. It's going to look good for him. It's going to look really good for him. Now, let's hope that he shows some level of being dynamic and maintain that, that level for large stretches of games. Right? Large stretches of games. We got to hope that. We got to put that energy out there. And a big reason because of it is, yeah, I know I'm doing this. This is the Trevor in me. Uh, When you talk to her brother, right? Uh, What are we? Products of our environment. It's the truth. And again, I've been talking to my brother Trevor Beggs for a long time. And he loves trading Connor Garland. It feels like that. He's a little desperate to find another another defenseman who can play for this team immediately. And when he says immediately and when I say it, we're talking about within the next two years, whether it be this year or next year. And if you're going to trade Garland, I think you have to get equal, equal value back. Because right now, if you trade him, you're trading him for what? What's the, what's the quote? Pennies on the dollar. Uh, they need to get value. Because this team needs to gear towards winning games. They need to not take steps back. 
And if it's about shedding salary, Beauvillier, Myers off the books this summer. You know what I'm saying? I feel as if you have to keep your good players. And if you're going to get rid of them, again, bring value back. Uh, A better Garland possibly provides a defenseman in return that can bring something. I know I'm, I'm chasing miracles here. Five foot eight, a lot of money left on that contract. But what if, again, he's dynamic? What if he's valuable? You, you can see it. You can see a player like that be important on a good team. Right? Got to say it. Hope is dope. Hope is dope. To the Predators, I don't know. Apparently, Dante Fabro not on the list of players they would give up for Garland, which in my opinion is cool because he's kind of unproven. And I think there is a lot of a lot of weight when saying this. Like Connor Garland is already a good NHLer, provides value. You got to get something like that in return. So if Fabro's not on the list, it is what it is. It is what it is. So let's be patient. Let's play him with Pedersen, Garland. That is. Let's boost up that value, and let's get someone in return that is needed. Needed. Well, let's not take a flyer. Let's be patient. It's possible. I truly believe that. And the Canucks need it. They need it. They still need help back there. One more guy would do a lot. Somehow, some way. And we did hear the news today, right? Not that we had a 5% chance to do it, but well, let's say we had a 3% chance to sign Devon. Is it, is it Devon? Devon Taves? I was going to call him Devin. Devon Taves. He signed today with Colorado. He's no longer on that UFA target list of next offseason. He's not available to bring in and bolster that blue line. Again, that 3% chance is now gone. Uh, They got to most likely look at the trade market instead of just being uber patient for Tom Willander, right? They got him. Anywho, that was another episode of Locked on Canucks. Uh, your Canucks every day provided over here no matter what, okay? No matter what. Trevor Beggs took a time machine. He's back in 1867. His wife's learning how to make meatloaf because Trevor don't like the meatloaf. He said it. I didn't. He might have said it. Was I dreaming? Was I dreaming about Trevor again? What? Anyways. Again, another episode of Locked on Canucks. Uh, shout out for you. Yes, you and you and you and you. A lot more subscribers uh, coming through and joining us for this experience. Uh, That happens at 4.20 every day, Monday to Friday. And sometimes on the weekend, again, I'm going to do my best to provide that episode. I'm going to do it. I'm going to guarantee it this weekend. We're going to get a comic corner. But I got to do my best to get Trevor Beggs back on the program with good Wi-Fi this weekend for a bonus episode. Because the people matter. The OGs matter. Uh, The only reason we're here is because of the OGs. Now, you know who you are. And uh, at the end of the day, love us or hate us, right? Love us or hate us. We are all Canucks. We're all in this together somehow, some way. Uh, we got to get the job done. We got to get to the end and see this dream true, right? Uh, win a Stanley Cup. Win a Stanley Cup. Put that on a shirt. Uh, win a Stanley Cup. Damn it. Was that about? Can I say that? Anyways, have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. Uh, that was another episode of Locked on Canucks uh, where we give you your Canucks every day. Uh, we don't know when we'll see you again, but <laughs> we appreciate everything y'all doing for us. And again, uh, what? I'm getting lost again, okay? You know what? Peace.